All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bowl Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and future titan for episode 257, all the way from Virginia Beach, Virginia, none other than Brittany Smitherman. Brittany, it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for inviting me on. It's always fun to come out and get to talk to people and tell your story. So I'm definitely putting myself out there more this year than I've been comfortable doing in the past. Uh, it, hey, I, I love it, Brittany. I can't thank you enough for taking the time. And, and again, just sharing your story, who you are and what got you into the biz and your progression all the way through and through and just so many takeaways uh, for the audience. So again, we're just going to have a great conversation, you and I. Uh, I, I want to dive into the series of questions, really getting everything rocking and rolling. Uh, so let's just start out with kind of your background, your origin story. What got you into the biz? you know, who you are, where you're from, and then kind of just that progression up until today. What's that look like, Brittany? Yeah. So I actually grew up in a small town in Texas, in East Texas, and we ended up in Virginia Beach because my husband was active duty at the time. And Virginia is like a really big uh, military base. So there, I think there's like five bases within like a 20 mile radius. So I was attending uh, Liberty University and I was in my last year of college and a friend of mine was like, Hey, you should get your license. I was really working for at home doing accounting and stuff for a flipper at Capitol Hill. So they would do, you know, big, huge, you know, hundred thousand dollar kitchens and different Mm -hmm. stuff. So I knew a little bit about the industry, but mainly it was from the financial side, which later obviously would help me out going into the business aspect, but um, it kind of took off really quick for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I sold five houses my first month in the business. Wow. And then my first year was 55. And it kind of just, you know, pivoted from there and became this, the big thing that it is today, kind of. Uh, you know, I, I love that you're, you're kind of breaking and basing everything down uh, with the story there, Brittany. And, and again, everyone who comes into this path in life and real estate has such a different background. There's, there's, I haven't met that person yet uh, that said, you know, someday I'm going to be a real estate agent at a very, very young age. You know, it's not, it's not that the dream job as a child that you think of and everyone falls into it in some way, form or fashion, uh, which I think is absolutely fascinating. There's so many different walks of life. I, I do want to back up on your story a little bit too. And, and I have to, um, you know, thank your family and your husband for, for the service um, that he provides to our country. I mean, to me, it's, it's massive, you know, our military, uh, you know, we wouldn't be who we are today without them. And uh, what does that play a part into your career and kind of uh, the the positioning that you have in the market too? I'd love to talk a little bit about that, if that's okay. So early on, right when I first started, I ended up starting kind of a PCS network called Your Military PCS Pro. And I began gaining friendships at, you know, top military installations from top producers across the country. And we designed a Facebook group and we started passing deals with each other. And and it's funny now because one of them is my business partner down in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And we didn't meet, you know, we'd been good friends for three, four years And we just met when we decided to go into business together, like six months ago in person. So it's kind of, you know, 95% of our agents are military spouses or veterans. 
Okay. And, and there's, you know, we're at about 60 now. So we're, we're really involved in that. And the brokerages that I chose to open other than my home state in Texas was they're all naval installations. So we're, we're very heavy into the military community. Wow. Okay, Brittany. So I, I, I'm glad you opened that door because to me, I, I think it's really important for everybody to know that about your background. So you're in multiple states and mm-hmm. let's talk about, um, you know, something a little bit more recent, which happened over the past several months, um, you know, big congratulations uh, mm-hmm. or in order for that too. But let's talk about kind of where you're at today and what your thought process was behind that. Yeah. So I always said that I would never be a brokerage owner. You know, I didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, But I think you kind of get to a place where you're evolving in your career. And I had some agents that were ready to take their career to that next step. And so I kind of had to make the choice, you know, are you going to go ahead and let them, you know, like everybody says, like, let people fly and spread their wings and, Mm -hmm. you know, grow their career. Or are you going to play a pivotal part of that? And are you going to make that choice to do it? So I had an opportunity to buy into some franchises and, you know, it, it was a good fit. It worked out well. I had already knew Ryan, who's the owner of first class. I actually started my career at his wife's brokerage. So, you know, all those years ago. So it kind of was a full circle thing, but my reason for opening multiple States was I wasn't willing to leave any of my agents behind. So Mm -hmm. If we couldn't open in everywhere where we had expanded to as a mega team, uh, then it, it just wasn't going to work. So we found a way to make it work, and then it just kept growing. Oh, that, I, I love that. And again, that's that shows massive amounts of heart and character and integrity on your part to really show love and support for everybody that's around you. That that's massive. And you know what? What about first class? really stood out to you? I mean, just to kind of get, you know, kind of behind the curtain thought process there, because as real estate professionals, there, there are different opportunities that, that come up. Not every opportunity is right at the time or for that individual, but you've obviously done your homework due diligence to make that decision being a true pro. So what was it about first class that made you say, yep, that that's it. Um, so obviously you go through the motions of like, do I open on my own? Am I going to be an independent brokerage owner? Um, I knew for me, I'm very, very big in the financial side of the, in my business. I'm very involved. You know, I know where every penny goes, what's coming in and out. And so I run profits and losses really well. And I had to make the the call. Was it going to cost me a little bit to buy a franchise? It was, Mm -hmm. but I was also opening on a stage where, I was a four-year agent opening six states at one time. I needed a little bit more backing behind me yeah. to feel comfortable and not freak out. Um, and it made the most sense financially. You know, I obviously looked into some other ones. I'm not going to name names, but fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it, it, it's super expensive. You know, it's not really doable. And I had people. You know, again, I was back to the if this is going to be able to work, and my agents are going to want to start teams and do all of these things. I wasn't leaving, you know, not one person behind. So they gave me the avenue to be able to bring over everybody in all the States we needed to and make it, you know, effective and and profitable to be able to make that choice. I, Brittany, you are truly, when I say one of a kind, uh, when it comes to real estate professionals and talking about P and L's, 
uh, that usually doesn't go hand in hand, right? Looking at it from profit and loss and knowing the numbers and no disrespect to anybody out there who's tuning in right now, but the true professionals run it like a business. And I love the fact that you're so focused on that to really maximize what's going on into the given market and the clients that you serve and the team that you have built and continue to build, uh, which, which is huge to me. So what's the next step or phase if we could look out into the future, you know, Brittany, what, where, what does it take you and the team and, and first class? Like what, what does it look like? You know, everybody always asks me, it's funny because my agents will tell you even a year ago, I was like, I'm not buying a brokerage. Like, And so I think it's like, it's always been really cool to go back and look three years ago. I think I started the team with five or six people. Wow. And, you know, now we're six brokerages and we're 60 currently. I, I know I always set goals with first class as a franchise. I want to be you know, now I've stepped away from the leaderboards as an agent. I still produce. I just didn't feel like it was right to compete sure. with my agents, um, especially if you're in the level of production that I was at before becoming an owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're There's a big gap between the producers at your brokerage and yourself. So to put yourself on that stage and and separate you in that way from them kind of maybe makes them feel inferior. Sure. So it was a choice for me to say, you know, hey, I'm still going to produce and I'm still going to help my clients. I'm just going to step back and and do it from a different scale. I'm also not the owner that brokers. I've hired brokers. Uh, for me, it was kind of the, like I love the coaching. Mm-hmm. So to be able to step in and my whole day be on the ground floor and out with the agents and, you know, seeing what they need and being available, I felt I was a better leader in that way. And I always thought if you had like, imagine somebody like Virgin Airlines or something, a big, huge corporate company, everybody knows who Richard Branson is and his leadership style is really cool. And the thing he says, so imagine if those people that were at the corporate top were in the day to day with their, their employees, like how big of an impact and different would their organizations run. Mm -hmm. So I made a choice to stay in the ground floor and be involved every day. I love that aspect and the way you designed it. And when you're looking at a comparison to Sir Richard Branson, uh, you know, what, what an awesome picture that you just painted again for everybody in your organization and on your team to really be able to soak that in and learn. And that, that mentorship, that, that guidance, um, the training, it, it really is not common. Unfortunately, in the real estate world, um, you know, you can find outliers or certain pockets where they're really poor in. They really, really care and they go through that. But a lot of times there's misguided nature and people feel alone, um, you know, how to grow, how to scale, what to do, uh, just the fundamentals of having those conversations and not even just sales skills in general, but just real estate background. So that's huge. Um, I love the fact that you do that, Brittany. And, 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 with all of your thought process and obviously growth as dominating markets, building teams, organizations, you have, you have a ton of information to share. So I, I always bring the second question in uh, with a grain of salt is to say, uh, there's lots of different avenues you could go down to share information on. But the second question everybody loves because they want to learn from the Titans and, and what you've experienced and explored and success and failure through your career. So if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added or implemented that really moved the needle, that shifted in a positive, what does that look like for you, Brittany? What advice would you give to the audience today? 
I think my biggest two shifts would be as a leader. Um, I felt a really huge tension pull in the beginning of starting a team. So for me, it was like having those boundaries of, you know, not being pulled each way to please every single agent. You know, you've got people that you want to stay with you. Uh, I think, you know, I talked about it on a recent podcast I did that we have almost minimal turnover. You know, I think we're like 5% when the industry is 50, you know, of my 60 agents, uh, maybe five have left and a few have come back. So I think it's creating that relationship where they respect you, Mm -hmm. but you're also so impactful in a way that they don't want to go anywhere else. You know, they know how good they have it. They know that they can depend on you and lean on you, but they also know if it's them that's not putting in the work to meet you halfway Mm -hmm. so that, you know, like, Hey, it's not her because so many agents will brokerage hop because they think it's the brokerage. Right. But at the end of the day, if you have the same result at every single brokerage, you've got to look back. It's you. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the second piece would be when I expanded into my first market out of Virginia beach into Texas, and I was selling two States, uh, I was really scared. Like I didn't take the initial leap to, to just dominate and come into Texas and blow it out of the water because I I was just nervous. I'm going to a new market. What if everything changes? Just do the same thing you did at the last place. Mm. You know, I, I moved to Virginia beach, um, six months before I started real estate. I'm from a tiny town in East Texas. So I didn't know anybody. And I have so many agents that contact me now that are like, how do I do it? How do I go into a market when I'm, I'm new? You do the same things you did in your last market. So now we just duplicated it. We went into Florida and did it. And then, you know, we, we went into Georgia and North Carolina. So that fear diminishes when you just believe in your systems and you do them consistently. So much great stuff right to there. And what I want to talk about the first point is really taking accountability uh, from both sides as an individual. Um, you know, I really seldom blame the brokerage. You want to look internally. So I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think that this, this adage or exercise is always healthy, maybe upsetting to some people. But uh, when you point a finger, just remember that three are pointing back at you. And, you know, it's important to look inside and to see, did we do what we could? Is there everything? Do we ask the right questions? Um, you know, there is times where you may not feel that support. That's okay. But, you know, there's two sides to every story and there's duality. So you really need to evaluate that. The last thing to do is to, to hop, um, to have inconsistencies. The, the grass is not greener on the other side. It's green where you water it, however you want to bake, paint that picture. So I, I love that messaging, but the fact that you show love and show support and, and really give that to your team and your organization is massive. And I'm telling you, that is not normal. That's a rarity. Um, the second point when you're basing everything off of, I think that just being yourself is crucially important and people get shaken up. I understand that. And I know you do too, because you lived it. You, you walk the talk. We were talking in the green room. You, you eat your own cooking as a chef, right? You practice what you preach. And that's evident that that way, Brittany. But I think it's important for everybody out there to really take what you said to heart. If you are looking in multiple areas or markets, um, base it off of you had success in one place. And what was it? 
the, just the fundamentals of you being that person. It's a, it's a relationship business. So how did you build that business? How did you build those relationships? What did it look like? And just know that similar expectations are going to be in a new place. But everybody gets wrapped up in their emotions and their head and like, oh, I'm never going to get back there. It, it, it's nonsense. And I've had so many conversations over the years, exactly what you discussed. People just number one, dominating their market, their state, their region, and literally moving across country or out of country. Nerves, everything. But I'm telling you, the fundamentals don't lie. And really putting in the work shows the result. I love that because you do it and your team does it. That's really great advice. I think it's just being too that, you know, so many people talk about the culture you create within a business and in real estate. And I've obviously been at other brokerages and see it's different. And I think, you know, I always tell everybody like real estate wasn't like the purpose for me. It was just a vehicle. Mm. So when you do that really well, no matter what stage, like I could go into a corporate company and I would still be the same style of leader and maybe still have the same success, you know? Sure. So leaders also have to look at it too. Like so many people I see in real estate, especially it becomes all about the number. Mm -hmm. like how many are you selling, you know, or how many are you cold calling? It's, you know, all numbers driven when it's like, really, you expect them to build these relationships out in the public, but what are you building inside the office? Oof. You know, so we have that same culture, you know, my agents can call me anytime. They text me all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not the broker that's like, Hey, call the admin. <laughs> you know, now we do have an admin now that does stuff. Sure. But if they've got like real issues, they're like, hey, can I talk to you? Whether it be life or uh, real estate, I think you create that culture that creates a success. It's not the actual job you're doing. Oof. Uh, huge, huge information into that, Brittany. And, and again, I just, I love the fact that you're just, you know, sharing advice and, and takeaways that you experience and that you can really just reflect on. And, and I think that that's the most important thing to do. And uh, you know, I know we're just scratching the surface with the thought process and the breakdowns. I, I, I always want to leave everybody wanting a little bit more. And I'll tell you, Brittany, I, I really always want to ask, what's the best way if, if something stuck out to somebody who's watching or listening to this with us live or after the fact, what's the best way for anyone to get a hold of you? Yeah. So we're really big on social media. Um, my Instagram is at your military PCS pro same on Facebook. Um, let's elevate real estate. That's our, my brokerages. You could find us also on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, and then we have YouTube channels. So the same for both handles we're on YouTube and all of the platforms. So, oh, so good. And, and again, I'd encourage everybody who's watching or listening to follow Brittany and, and really just learn from one of the best and brightest minds. There's so much to unpack here, but uh, Brittany, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. This was a blast just chatting with you and really getting to know you, but also learning throughout your business and your career up to today. So I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, this is great. And I have to give you an official dubbing of a real estate titan. That is a badge of honor. You can wear forever. There's no trophies. There's no plaques, as I always say, but you can wear it in your heart and know that it is yours forever. So Brittany, you're official. So thank you so much. It was super exciting to be here. Absolutely. And, and thank you everybody, as always, for your time and attention, love and support. If you like here or doing the real estate titans, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. You know what to do at this point. 
But I do need to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in the business and you are looking to grow and scale on the digital platforms, visit lionboltmedia.com for more information. We're live here every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Brittany. Bye.